Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, the TV star who helped bring down a sex cult. He has exploited and abused my own daughter. Only we're with Dynasty's Catherine Oxenberg after the cult's leader gets 120 years in prison. I've got to thank that cat fight for giving me the platform that I had today. Then, why Blake waited five years to propose to Gwen. I don't want to remember what I was like before Gwen. Plus, The Bachelorette's big twist jaw-dropping. Chris Harrison on Tasha's taking over after Claire's fiancé revelation. You've dished on my fiancé so hard. And Shannon Doherty on living with cancer. I have stage four, but I worked throughout it. Yep, that's my girl. <laughs> How best friend Sarah Michelle Geller and the late Luke Perry make her feel inspired. E.T. starts right now. Fame can be a double-edged sword, but Dynasty star Katherine Oxenberg used her fame to take down a sex cult and save her daughter from this man, Keith Ranieri. Thanks in large part to Katherine, the Nexium leader is headed to prison for 120 years. And only we spoke to Katherine right after his sentencing. Right off the bat, Katherine, your reaction to the decision? Ah, jubilant, screaming. <laughs> I was so happy. He has exploited and abused my own daughter. He has branded women. He's a soul stealer. Catherine's daughter, India, wept in court, telling the judge that the cult leader starved her to look like a 12-year-old and that she felt like a piece of meat, a branded, brainwashed sex slave. 
India had a chance to read her statement in court. What did that mean to you? I'm so proud of her. She confronted her abuser. She got her life back today, and she doesn't have to fear this man anymore. Catherine's extraordinary fight to get her daughter out of the cult is featured in the star's docuseries, Seduced. And the 59-year-old says she couldn't have done it without Amanda Carrington, her character on Dynasty. I was thinking about how grateful I am to Dynasty, because if I hadn't have had that visibility or that platform, I don't think that I would have had access to the media the way that I did. We were actually on set when you were working on Dynasty. One of the pivotal scenes, it's the fight in the pool, right? Oh my God, that was the last scene I ever filmed. I am hoping we can do it in one take. Well, here's your answer. What do you remember about that? It was cold. (laughs) It was cold and it was long and wet. But Heather was really fun to work with. I mean, those cat fights were so ridiculous to participate in, but that was kind of like the highlights of Dynasty were those cat fights. (laughs) So I've got to thank that cat fight for giving me the platform that I had today. She really is a bona fide hero. By the way, Catherine has written a book about their ordeal. It's called Captive, and it's out now. Oh, well, they won't have to because Blake did it. He finally, finally put a ring on Gwen's finger. But the question is, who was dragging their feet? source tells E.T. Blake was the one to take it slow in the beginning, but recently, quote, decided it was time. Hell right. When did you know Gwen was the one for you? Uh, it didn't take long. It ended up being the greatest moment of my life. Blake saved my life. Everybody knows that. Our source says their simple life together at Blake's Oklahoma Ranch during quarantine made him realize the importance of spending life with the person you love. I'd love to have you on Team Gwen. (laughs) During last night's episode of The Voice, there was no mention of the engagement because the blind auditions were pre-taped earlier this summer. But they did get a shout-out on screen. Did you write a song called I'm I'm Just a Girl? I did. She also wrote one called Don't Speak. (laughs) (laughs) But back to the wedding, our source says the couple is in no rush, and Gwen has always spoken about a, quote, big traditional wedding with friends and family. No doubt Gwen's three sons, Kingston, Zuma, and Apollo, would play a big role. Our source says for now, they're going to see how the pandemic pans out and enjoy the engagement. Meanwhile, over on The Bachelorette, oh, they are far from happily ever after. Their world is literally blowing up. We need Lauren Zima to explain things. You got us, LZ? Yes, Kev, this episode had it all. A degrading and offensive verbal attack on Claire. I expected way more from the oldest Bachelorette making out with Dale, more making out with Dale, making out with someone else. Just kidding, it was Dale. And a shocking reveal of our possible next Bachelorette. It's time for Roses and Rosé. First off, everybody, let's check the Dale count from last night. Dale, 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 Dale. Claire said his name 40 times, everybody. But jokes aside, Claire did get in some quality time with the other guys. Bubbles. Yeah, there's no way we're getting an entire season of Claire, is there? Especially because at the end, we saw Tasha Adams emerge from the pool in slow motion. If only there was someone who could provide us with some answers. Oh look, it's Chris Harrison. Is this reveal of Tasha confirmation that she is our second bachelorette? 
Um, I think you can definitely start leaning into the fact that things might be turning around soon. Look, Tasha was always on the table to be the Baxarette. She was always um, a fan favorite. She was always on the top of our list. Well, I feel I have a very clear idea of what's going on now because last night Claire called Dale her fiance. You've dished on my fiance so hard. Uh, that did seem a little presumptuous, maybe a little overly optimistic uh, of things to come. I don't know. Where is her head at at this point? I think it was sniffing Dale's pants. I don't know at what point in a relationship you start sniffing someone's pants. It seems early on uh, <laughs> in a relationship to be at the sniff point. So Claire ends up giving herself a rose. Was that a franchise first? Yeah, another first. That wasn't a great look. I, I just wanted them to have a fair shot and you could very clearly see on that date, they're not getting that shot anymore. Claire has now called Dale her fiance. She clearly wants to put a ring on it. Could it be one of your rings? Uh, great segue. I'm partnering with Manly Bands. You can go to manlybands.com. It's this entire ring line for men. They really allowed me to create this spectrum uh, where you can kind of find that ring that speaks to you. Well, thank you for speaking with us, Chris Harrison. Can't wait for next week. The Bachelorette is on a special night Thursday. Now, if it scares you're looking for, you will not want to miss tonight's episode of The Connors. Is it a trick or treat that you shall see? <laughs> the special Halloween episode is directed by DJ Michael Fishman. It's a first for the 39-year-old who we watched grow up on the show. Well, I love the costumes, unfortunately. The mayor just canceled trick-or-treating in Lanford this year. John Goodman has played your father, and and he's watched you grow up, and now you're behind the camera directing him. What was that like? John and, and Lori in particular, because I spent so much time as a kid, it's like telling your parents what to do. Also tonight on ABC American Housewife, Nichelle talked with star Diedrich Bader about what happened after his TV daughter, Julia Butters, got her big once-upon-a-time-in-Hollywood role opposite Brad Pitt and Lee. I didn't hurt you there, Mary, with that throw, did I? No, 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 no. I'm good. I got pads on. How proud are you guys of Julia, though? Like, oh, you know, very now that she's her. decided fact, to turn yeah, to do other she's stuff. doing the movies and all that. Yeah. I mean, you know, and Brad Pitt called her out from the stage, yes. and that's really cool, yeah. Wait, where are you guys? Miss Butters? You're yelling back, that's our, that's my daughter, Brad that's Pitt! That's girl! She can't take her! <laughs> no, I'm very happy for her. Julia's role will now be played by Giselle Eisenberg from Life in Pieces. You can see that casting change in the season premiere. One thing that hasn't changed, PDA on set. Can you guys do romantic scenes? Are you like um, able yeah, to? Yeah, because we have tested so much and I just stay with my family. I don't even go shopping. I don't go anywhere. I don't yeah. see friends. I do literally nothing but work. <laughs> a prime time change to some daytime transformation. Yeah, only we've got your golden oh, ticket look at you. to the talks, Halloween okay. celebration. Okay. I'm in the know, girl. <laughs> I want it, and I want it now, Daddy. I want it now. Get ready to feel a little like a kid in a candy store when I take you behind the scenes of their wild world of Willy Wonka. Then... I get all my, my dance moves from her. Our exclusive hey, with hey. J-Lo and her mom <laughs> and Carrie Underwood's son ready to follow in her footsteps? He loves to sing. Plus, Megan Trainer all about her baby on the way. It's so magical. Hey everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen 
when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. We're actually at home. <laughs> Dr. Phil just has like 75 more rooms in his house. It's a tiny little thing. Yeah, but look at him and his wife, Robin. They it's look amazing. just like Charlie's yeah. grandparents from Willy Wonka. And Kevin here, going to talk to his guy, Dr. Phil, tomorrow. It's going to be a good talk. Yes, it will be. They got all dressed up for the talk's Halloween special, and only we've got the golden ticket. I want ticket the golden ticket. To go behind the scenes. <laughs> We really just wanted to bring a lot of joy, and the set is gorgeous. It's colorful, it's psychedelic, it's just, I don't know. Candy makes the world a better place, doesn't it? Happy Halloween, and welcome to the talk, everyone. The ladies of the talk take a trip to Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory on this year's Halloween episode, which airs Friday on CBS. How did you choose your costume? Well, really, I didn't choose the costume. The costume chose me. Violet Beauregard. She turns into a gigantic blueberry, and then they squeeze her. Violet, you're turning violet, Violet. Why didn't you go all in and go blue? Oh, (laughs) I'm going to go blue, Kevin Fraser. Are you? (laughs) My kids growing up, always when they were naughty, I would call them Veruca. So it's kind of grown up with us for years, so... I love Veruca's salt. I want it now. I want it, and I want it now, Daddy. I want it now. I also hear you have some special guests that are going to join you. Who are some of the special guests? I could keep a secret, Kevin Fraser. Come on, you can tell me. No, I cannot, Kevin You can tell me. No. Fine, I'll just ask Carrie Ann. Brian, you want to tell me about some of the surprise guests? Surprise guests, we have Matthew Gray Goobler, who is playing, wait, Augustus Group. And then we have Jason Ritter. Oh, wow. Yeah, who is our Charlie? And the hair is perfect. You know, Hollywood missed a casting because you would actually make the perfect Slugworth. <laughs> See my little Oompa Loompa over <laughs> here <laughs> loving me up. <laughs> you got me, you got me. Let's, let's just get to our Carrie Underwood exclusive before we get in trouble. <laughs> we will be working out together. Carrie's mom life confessions at home surrounded by three boys. If they're cooped up all day, they're crazy. They're nuts. Then, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Only we're behind the scenes of J-Lo's new project with her twins and mom, Lupe. What have I learned from Jennifer? Not a darn thing. No, I'm okay. <laughs> Plus, why not even stage four cancer could stop Shannon Doherty from doing the 90210 reboot? To have that freedom was wonderful. surprise fans with a brand new Christmas duet under the mistletoe with Brett Eldridge. But Kelly's country connection also runs deep with Carrie Underwood and I talked to Carrie all about it. I literally look nothing like Carrie Underwood and I totally signed Carrie Underwood. Kelly Clarkson, she recently signed an autograph as you because someone thought she was you. I can totally see Kelly Clarkson doing that. Right? Like, yeah, These two may not look like twins, but they have a lot in common. Both won Idol, and now both have holiday albums. Carrie just released her first Christmas album, My Gift. We hear your precious son, Isaiah, little five-year-old Isaiah, singing his heart out to little drummer boy. I have no gift to bring, pom, 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 pom. 
He loves to sing. He has such a giving, loving heart about him. He gave it his all and it's it's so pure and it's so special. Very proud of him. Yes, and I do love pum 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 pum. And isn't it just like this multitasking mama? Carrie's made her new album available at her fitness line, Kalia's Pop-Up Shops, in Austin, Nashville, and Santa Monica. How excited are you to have fans go to these pop-up shops and be able to shop in the flesh? Uh, I'm super excited. You can get music. You can dress yourself. You can get presents for other people. It's, it's, it's super exciting. I love the fact how you get your family involved with your fitness, from the boys to your hubby, Mike. We want to set a good example for our sons. So we work out and then we try to get our, our sons involved in making sure that they are active because I notice a difference in my children. If they're cooped up all day, they're crazy. <laughs> they're, they're nuts. I think we can all relate to being cooped up and a little crazy right now, Carrie. <laughs> well, family is also important to Miss Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo and Mama Lupe are dropping some mother-daughter confessions in this ET exclusive. What have I learned from Jennifer? Not a darn thing. No, I'm okay. <laughs> oh, my mom. I mean, everything I do with my mom is really fun. Honestly, even though she drives me crazy, like all our moms drive us crazy. Oh, also, and I get all my, my dance moves from her. And here she is, folks. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Something that'll blow your mind, J-Lo's 51, Mom Lupe is 74. The two got together with twins Max and Emmy in L.A. to shoot Coach's Holiday is Where You Find It campaign, which is all about family. My mom is really the person who instilled the love of music in me and all my sisters. She was a young mom. She got married when she was 20. She had my sister when she was 21. She had all of us by the time she was 26. And so we all grew up together. It was like living with a teenager, to be honest. Our ET vault is full of moments where JLo has gushed about their close bond. My mom was a kindergarten teacher. They instilled in me that I could do whatever I wanted to do if I worked hard, so, you know, it was their fault. She wanted us to be independent. She didn't want us to ever have to depend on a on a man for anything because that's what she was taught when she grew up. Lupe is always in it. <laughs> that's her middle name, in it. I've watched her work from audience so many times and now today is so special because I got to work with her. Nice. <laughs> Jennifer also revealed she gets all of her energy and her drive from her mama. There is nothing like that mother-daughter mm. bond, Kev, let me tell you. So really, Lupe is the real MVP. Yeah, basically, she's the queen. Hello. All right, thanks, Rachel. Um, you know, you also can't deny the bond between Shannon Doherty and Sarah Michelle Geller. Shannon revealing to Sarah her true feelings about that 90210 reboot and more of our ET exclusive. I know you were originally hesitant to do the reboot, mm -hmm. and I know that there might have been someone sitting right here that really also forced you to do it because they wanted to see you in it. What are your thoughts on just the reboot in general? And You're right, I didn't want to do it. I have my own reasons for not wanting to do it. One of them is I've played the character so many times. Don't you want people to know that we mattered? I say we do it. Less is more sometimes. So I was just a little trepidatious, and someone very important to me uh, passed away. You want to come along? And I got my diagnosis, and it was all sort of within a couple of months together, and it just made me give pause and, and rethink it. And yes, it was a way to honor Luke, which was important to me, but it was also a way to honor my cancer family. 
by saying, hey, yeah, 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 like nobody's gonna know, but at least when it comes out that I have stage four, I will have been able to say yes, but I worked throughout it. I mean, I do kind of miss this. I was just about to say that. So I had so many friends that were crew members and everyone kept saying, oh my goodness, Shannon is the most professional. She just like, these hours were so long. And I was like, yep, that's my girl. <laughs> that's my girl. With October being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, the Stand Up to Cancer ambassador hopes to show others that stage four cancer doesn't have to be a death sentence. And with well-funded research and treatments, people can live a full, vibrant life. It's actually kind of nice to be back. Shannon says she was glad she made the decision to reunite with her 90210 family. 90% of everything that came out of my mouth was improv. None of it was scripted. Um, I can attest to that. Brian and I were, and I and too, we were all sort of just improving. And, and to have that freedom that everybody allowed us to have, I can actually say like that was, that was an excellent experience to actually be in a show where you can just sort of improv and, and, and be that creative and free. I had a chance to hang out with the entire crew up in Vancouver in the Peach Pit. It was quite an experience. All right, coming up, we're with mom-to-be Megan Trainer, Ready to take a break after baby? Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Because you know I'm all about that bass. Megan Trainer is all about baby now. Oh, no more bass. Hello. Uh, <laughs> she and her husband Daryl will become first-time parents early next year. So we are going to say good night with all these good vibes for the first time, Mama to be. Are you feeling uncomfortable with baby at all? Where's your body at? I'm not wearing any spanks. My body's like definitely growing my belly. Megan says she has picked out a unisex name that they're keeping a secret for now. She's also planning a lullaby album, but first, she has a very trainer Christmas dropping Friday. It's so special for me that, um, like, Baby's first album is my Christmas album. Are you gonna, like, take a break? Like, not recording? I, mean, I told them in my first three months, leave me alone. I was like, me, baby. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Some puzzles are hard to solve. Others are hard to prove. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Access episodes early and ad-free with 48 Hours Plus on Apple Podcasts.